From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, how are you today? It's good to be back for another episode. I'm doing great. And yes, it's always great to be back. And I don't know, it seems like we're matching today. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about today is something that's going to be happening in a few weeks. And James and I will finally get some time together again um, in person. So, and then that event is going to be Infocom 2023. And if you followed us the last couple of episodes, we've been talking with some people who are either in programmer roles or, or in um, position to be going to Infocom. James and I even did uh, a episode ourselves about what we're expecting and some tips, but we're going to continue that today with a first timer and somebody who is very familiar to me because he's on my team here at Control Concepts and he's Mike Spatafora. He's one of our uh, software developers. Welcome, Mike. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. And um, Mike, if you would, you know, you're not new to the industry. Um, you've been doing programming for a few years, but but you've had several different roles. Why don't you give a little bit of background um, that to what's gotten you to where you are currently? Sure. Yeah, I've been uh, in the AV industry for almost 10 years now. Um, I started off as an install tech. Um, I worked for an integrator, uh, fabricating racks, uh, you know, field commissioning, little bit of everything, uh, DSP programming. And I, when I was still at the first integrator, I moved into uh, programming, just doing Crestron programming um, and still pretty much holding down every other role that I did. Um, so doing a little bit of everything. And then uh, yeah, three and a half years ago, I found Control Concepts and uh, dove into the software development world. And here we are. Excellent. Thanks. Thanks for sharing that. So one of the things that's, you know, is, pretty neat is that this is going to be your first year going Infocom um, with our team. And, um, uh, and, and uh, this is an opportunity that is going to be new. And, it, and it's interesting how you've been in the industry for a long time, and it's not something that you've had um, experience doing. Um, tell me a little bit about what um, is interests you about going to the show and, and maybe um, something that you're expecting to get out of it? Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, like, like I said before, I've been in the industry for 10 years and still haven't had a chance to go. Um, but, uh, I'm really looking forward to, uh, meeting a lot of the people that I get to talk with virtually all the time. Um, and I know I've already talked to people today who, uh, I've been communicating with via email, zoom calls, uh, for the last few years. And they're like, Oh, you're going to Infocom? I'm like, yeah, I'm actually going this year. So I'm uh, really looking forward to, to meeting people, um, you know, just expanding my network, you know, putting some faces to the names I see floating around for the last decade. Uh, so yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely looking forward to it. James, um, you're, you're, um, I would call you an Infocom veteran already. It's only been, but it's only been a couple of years for you, but it, you, you've really done a great job of establishing yourself and you really, you know, we, we've talked about this on the show a lot is you, you had a strategy and you really came with, with some goals in mind. Um, for somebody like Mike in his position, not knowing what to expect, what, what are what are some of the things that that you would offer to him, and um, you know, uh, either a couple of tips or something uh, that would make his experience most beneficial? 
So as you, weird to hear veteran because this will only be my third Infocom with the first one being the, the unicorn October one that we really should go back to, but we know Vix it won't. Um, but um, my words of advice would be take every opportunity to network as much as you can. Sounds like Mike is already working on that, meet people there, because I did that my first year and that was um, a good way to springboard and make connections to other people besides the people in your circle. Uh, Mike, uh, for you know, you you and I have talked a lot, but but now you know, getting a chance to speak with another person who may be closer to your shoes. I've I've gone to quite a number of infocoms, and I I I almost had to miss one because of a a, a life event. But fortunately, I will be uh, in attendance this year. But um, you know, I find them extremely valuable. But what? What would you ask of somebody like James, who may be um, a little newer to the party, and and somebody who is closer to being in your shoes? Hmm, yeah, that's a good question. I mean, uh, I, I know I know our team is uh, apparently we we pack our schedule pretty full. Um, so I guess like my biggest question is like you know how do you um, how do you usually go about like scheduling your your time there, making sure that you're going to get the most out of the day, because, um, you know, from what it sounds like, we're going to be, you know, uh, trying to trying to squeeze a lot in. And I just want to make sure that, you know, I, I hit every, you know, everything that I should be, you know, getting to and meeting the people I should meet. Um, so, yeah, so I guess I guess my main question is like, you know, uh, what do you do to prepare like your schedule? Do you uh, reach out and schedule meetings with people? You know, uh, explain that a little bit. So my first year, I was very unknown, I would say. Um, so I didn't have many requests for meetings and all that stuff. So my schedule was really flexible and I kind of liked that. And I, I still kind of go with that mindset of being flexible and also purposely making connections to people and companies that I don't talk to every day. Um, especially now where I'm at with UNLV, the School of Medicine, if I want to talk to my, I don't know, with this Crestron or Repson, or if I want to talk to a rep, I'm going to talk to them. I mean, I can probably call them up and have a meeting with them today. Right. <laughs> um, so why do I need to fly to Florida to have that same meeting? Uh, so I'm going to look at those companies that I don't have opportunity, that I don't talk to every day and build that connection because you never know when a partnership might come in handy. Totally. That makes sense. I, I, I like that. Um, it, for me, I, I personally like the schedule because I find that I can be very easily distracted and I'll find that the day will pass me by and I will, and, and I don't have an, enough tangible things to say that I accomplished. And and it happens often when I don't have enough structure in my schedule. And as you get to to attend more, you'll get to know a lot more people, and you'll have those random um, collisions and and conversations. And you may end up deciding that you're going to walk down this aisle four booths, and it could take you an hour to get there. So I, you know, that to me, that's why it's important. And and I actually think it's nice to have somebody who could be with you to help 
to say, hey, listen, we have an appointment. We, we get, unfortunately, we have to get going. Um, and another, just as another tip that came to mind right now, I've been told that it, while it's great to have lengthy conversations with people, make sure that you manage them because you want to be able to talk to a lot of people. So you have to be mindful of that, that you don't want to get stuck in too long of a conversation with somebody and then miss out on talking to three or four other people that may be in the same place that you may not get to see again because of the, uh, the, the uh, randomness of the show. Uh, the randomness of the show is definitely uh, a challenge, I would say. I, I, I've talked about this and it's so vivid in my mind is last year Infocom in Vegas. Uh, Tim Van Werf and I were talking and I'm like, have you swung by the audience booth yet? Um, and he's like, no, it's on my way. Um, I was like, oh, you got to check out what they're doing. Plus, we got to, you know, talk with Frank. We all know Frank Patacata, um, IT Factor, great uh, guest on the show. But um, we were catty corner from the audience booth. We could physically see them. And we were walking there and we got stopped by Gina. I want to say it was Gina. So Tim and I were talking to Gina. And then all of a sudden we look at our watch and we're like, oh, we got to be across to the other hall to have a meeting. So we never actually got to the audience booth, even though we could physically see it. And we, like I said, probably reach out and touch it. We just never got there. Not, not uncommon for sure. And especially when you meet some, some friends, uh, that happens quite a bit. Um, Mike, what what are some things that you're personally doing to prepare? Like, what 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 um what are what are uh, something that you you've you've done to get yourself ready and and um, to say that you're you're um, up for the this Infocom uh, challenge that we're we're about to have? Well, first and foremost, I'm buying a bunch of new pants because I realized. I don't have any nice pants, so I need some nice pants uh, to go to Infocom in. Um, I'm, I'm usually a shorts or jeans guy, and you know I want to want to want to dress to impress a little bit. So I got went to OldNavy.com, got some new chinos. They came in; they're a little too big, so I'm going to send them back. Get some you know tighter ones to uh, you know fit a little better, and that's you know that, that's the main thing. Um, let's see. Uh, I know I need to uh, get some new business cards. Um, you know this is this is going to be a huge uh, networking event, obviously. So if I go without business cards, that would look pretty silly. And I got a nice new little backpack because I know I'm going to have to carry around water, probably a laptop or a tablet, some control concepts, uh, goodies and stuff like that to give to people. So I got a nice, you know, new uh, professional looking backpack and, uh, yeah, it's pretty much just, uh, revamping my entire style. So I am more presentable to the world. Uh, so that's, that's, that's my biggest, uh, preparation tip that I would have for other people going for the first time too. Don't just, underestimate the shoes. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I, I, I actually always wear, um, trail runners anyway, because I'm, I'm an outdoorsy kind of guy. So I'm just going to pick up a new pair of trail runners and my feet will be comfortable, breathable. Um, you know, if there's any crazy terrain that happens again, I've never been, I don't know, you know, what the convention hall is like, but, uh, you know, I won't be slipping and sliding. Very nice. <laughs> also, make sure you bring a uh, battery charger for your phone. Yes, I actually got my backpack actually has the USB uh, thingy-mabob in there so I can charge my phone, you know, without having to 
actually access the battery pack. So that, that will be cool. That's very cool. Uh, from, a, from, I guess, a, a technology or exhibitor standpoint, without naming names, is, is, is there any, um, anything that you're looking in particular to see or excited to, uh, to, to meet with? Oh, that's a good question. Um, yeah, but I've been thinking more, I guess, about the people I'm going to see rather than the, you know, the, uh, the showcases of, uh, you know, new products and stuff like that. But I'm always, um, since, since I'm so entrenched in the commercial world, um, and I have been for the last like decade, I really enjoy seeing actually a lot of the new residential products, um, just because it kind of gives me a glimpse into that world a little bit more. And, uh, you know, when there's, when there's things that you don't, you know, know as much about, it's, it's always good to, you know, take a look to see what they have to offer. So you can, you know, kind of keep your eye on, you know, different markets, um, that aren't necessarily ones that you work in. Um, so, you know, I mean, you know, and then the, also the nerdy stuff in me, like, I want to see like a nice, like 8k TV, um, you know, but, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, really, really just seeing the new tech. Um, I like to see, you know, uh, I know uh, camera tracking has been a huge thing lately, so I'd really like to see, um, you know, what what different manufacturers are doing to to fit that demand. Because I know pretty much everybody I talk to is looking for a um, solution where a camera is just going to follow somebody around. And obviously, without naming names, there's companies who do it really well. There's other companies who are trying to get into it. Um, so it's kind of just, you know, it's it's nice to see what the uh, you know, the people who are competing with each other are trying to do to one-up each other, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so, absolutely. So I got one here. Now, let's pretend that Steve's not here. We know with Steve <laughs> being the owner of uh, Control Concept. You are going as a programmer to Infocom. Mm -hmm. What are you aiming to bring back that you can justify to your boss that it was valuable for you as a programmer to be there? Um, I mean, so since I haven't gone, I, I really don't know everything, you know, that I'm going to be running into. Um, but what I would really like to do is, um, you know, I'm, I'm good at meeting people for the first time. So if there's, you know, a certain manufacturer or somebody that's been kind of on our radar and we've had a hard time getting in touch with them, um, I have no problem going up and saying, hey, like, we want to work with you um, and you probably want to work with us. So let's uh, let's talk, um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, definitely meeting some of the more um, technical people that I might have not had a chance to, uh, you know, work with directly or, you know, virtually, um, you know, and building a better relationship with them just so that like when, you know, uh, projects or you know any kind of ask comes up on there and they think of us you know as opposed to somebody else uh that's not us um so yeah you know just just really uh you know being being a good face for the company and going out there and making a good impression i think is you know probably my my biggest goal um because i want you know people to to like us like the company and like the work we do that's a good answer for, for I'll, I'll kind of ask you, James, and then Mike can um, follow up. Um, what do we need to do to get more programmers involved in the in, in industry events like this or trade shows? And is it? Uh, I know not to ask two part questions, but I will say: is it is it a, is it a function of the programmer not wanting or not knowing that they 
should go? Or is it the fact that they're not thought of as somebody who should be going? So I, I think this is a, even though it's a two-part question, I think they kind of go hand in hand. Um, one for programmers, yeah. I, I Sadly, I hate, you should be, oh, that that's a person, that's a programmer. They're in the corner, they're on the pink bucket. Don't mess with the man behind the, or the person behind the curtain uh, type deal. And just like our code, it's behind the scenes. We're kind of behind the scenes. Uh, so yes, programmers tend to get overlooked when you're looking at trade shows. Um, another, but I think in general, what trade shows needs to do, and this is uh, on manufacturer side, is less sales people and more technical people. Because as programmers, that we don't want to talk to salespeople. Nothing wrong with salespeople. We love salespeople, but we really need to get to the engineers, the the technical people that we can hey, talk about APIs and talk about integration and talk about the challenges uh, that the salespeople, they don't care about that. Like that's not their bread and butter. And so we need more engineers, more technical people to show that we are getting value at pending these shows because salespeople are just going to sell, sell and programmers may not be dealing with the sales and of their job. They're dealing with the coding and the API and the integration. So that that's where they need to um, get their value. And they can do that by manufacturers, by bringing more of those technical people to the shows to have us talk to them. So Mike, I'll kind of use a different variation of the question. You know, what, what James, I guess, is saying is that what's really nice about Infocom is that you don't just go there and it isn't just a, like a, a, um, a networking event or it's not just uh, an opportunity for manufacturers to be pitching their products, but more so they bring some of the people that are behind the scenes to be able to talk with other people like them about technical um, issues and, and topics. And quite honestly, he brings up a good point. A lot of the engineers at the manufacturers that come to these shows, they usually don't get out either. They're usually the ones, and the reason that they come is because their companies want them to get exposed to what people are saying and asking for. Um, so then from um, the standpoint of a programmer, what do you think would help to get more programmers going to these types of events? Is it, do they have to raise their hand and ask, or is it something that they, that that um, their leadership needs to be more educated on the importance of bringing them. Yeah, I think I think I think it's definitely uh, a mix of things. Um, you know, uh, I I agree with James. Like a lot of people who are in you know the programming roles, like they don't really want to be bothered, right? They you know they're like, oh, like what am I going to do? Go to an event and talk to a bunch of salespeople? Like, no thanks. Um, but you know, I think that. If the show was, you know, more, I guess, partially geared towards the engineering aspect instead of, you know, like manufacturers saying like, hey, like we want to sell you this, we want to sell you that and salespeople go and say like, hey, like what can you offer us? What can you offer us? It'd be really cool to see, you know, uh, engineers talking to engineers because 
when you have uh, when you have that kind of conversation going, that's when like the really cool ideas start coming up. It's like, hey, like, you know, I've been using your product for a while and I noticed like, you know, we're running into this, this and this. And like, it would be really helpful if your product did X, Y, Z. And that's when like you really start, you know, getting information that's going to, you know, not only benefit the programmers and getting more information about the products that they're going to be interfacing with. But, you know, a lot of times engineers don't really have the opportunity to talk to people who are actually using the stuff that they create. And that's something we run into, you know, here, right? Like we, we manufacture, you know, we develop plugins and modules and drivers. Like how often do we get to talk to the people who actually use them? Probably never, unless they're calling in for support. Um, so this would be like a great opportunity for, for people just to have like a conversation with each other without there being like, you know, a, a boot on their throat and they're trying to get a project done. Right. So I think that um, I think if, you know, the show kind of opened up that floor for engineers a little bit more, I think you would start seeing a lot more engineers going because then there would actually be values for companies to send their engineers there. I think that's really great uh, advice probably for Vixa to hear and for uh, more more companies to understand because, it, it you know, until we had this conversation, although I've been and I, I've seen this happen. It didn't dawn on me the fact that we, we really need to put the right people in the right, in the room together, and that the perception might be that this is just a sales based event, but it really isn't. It's more. It's it's there. There's not only a technology perspective, but but you have to put the people who are actually um, doing hands on work together in the same place at the same time. Right. And I mean, it's it's definitely beneficial for manufacturers, too, because, you know, their products are only good as good as the people rolling them out. Right. So, you know, not not to say that anybody's products are inherently bad. It's just, you know, that you want your product to work well, then you need programmers and stuff to make them work. Um, and, you know, getting getting that kind of stage set up. So where, you know, engineers and engineers can talk, I think, is definitely going to benefit everybody. I think we're going to leave this one at that because I think that's a really good point. And, and Mike, what we're going to do if you're up for it is probably invite you back after the show just to see what your experience has been. And um, I think it would be really good to reflect back and see um, what you could offer to people uh, who are looking to go in the future and, and also how much of what you thought you were going to experience uh, it lines up with what you did. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love that. So that thanks for being with us today. Uh, how can people get in touch with you, uh, potentially meet up with you at Infocom or uh, learn more about Control Concepts? Sure. So um, yeah, to learn more about Control Concepts, you can just go to controlconcepts.net. Um, and I believe our, my contact information should be on there. But if uh, you don't feel like digging through to find it, um, you can reach me at Mike S, as in uh, Spatifora, at controlconcepts.net. Or uh, find me on LinkedIn. I'm I'm on there posting stuff. So uh, so yeah, you just reach out if you want to meet up at Infocom. You know, I'm more than happy to you know meet anybody who wants to talk. Absolutely, and uh, please do please please uh, follow Mike and uh, connect with him. And you're going to have some great conversations, not only about control but about audio because he's got a great background in that. Um, James, uh, any. Uh, parting comments on this one and uh, how can people get in touch with you and learn what you're up to and meet up at the show? Um, so 
Great points from Michael there. Um, looking forward to meeting him at Infocom. Um, just a reminder that uh, to our listeners that Steve and I have that little fun contest going. Five programmers, you can be a guest. If you get Steve and I's selfie, there, that's even more points for you. Um, so definitely don't forget that. Uh, you can always find me on social, AV underscore James King on Twitter, LinkedIn, anywhere HEPMA is. Again, Google me, you'll find me. And make sure that you visit the HEPMA booth because you're going to see James and a lot of other people that we talk about on the show. Um, and don't forget the Ask the Programmer stickers. We'll be, have those in hand. So make sure you come see us for those and um, we'll be looking to connect with you. Uh, for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media. As Mike said, our company, Control Concepts at controlconcepts.net. And um, please uh, continue to uh, listen and let us know what you think of the show, um, ratings, reviews, sharing your favorite episode, letting us know if you want to be a guest. Uh, we want to hear from you. So please, uh, please reach out and let us know. And please stop us if you see us at Infocom. It would mean a lot to us to know that our listeners are out there and uh, we, we like to meet people in person and, and uh, get a selfie and we'll uh, post that with the Ask the Programmer hashtag. We'd uh, really like to build our audience in that regard too. And with that, this has been Ask the Programmer. <laughs>